What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Idiots Rolling Dice. We are back after our little vacation. Uh, hope everybody had a happy and safe fourth and had a happy and safe just time, you know, away in the summer, enjoying this fucking amazing heat wave we have going on right now. Uh, I am Mimic the Idiot. I am your dungeon master. Um, uh, and I am joined, as we are here in the epic night three, by some very special people. Starting first with Miss Daisy Cakes. You're first in the order. I know. Hi. Hi, everybody. I'm Daisy. Uh, I am... Oh, man. What? I don't even know. Talia's, Talia's an enigma. We're still trying to figure out some of the things. But I've been on my own for a very long time. I am trying to kind of work through some trauma while I'm starting to handle this new adventure that I've taken on myself. I can't believe I got into this. This is why I don't go around people ever. <laughs> Next up, Mr. Play the Fool. Hello, hello. I'm Play the Fool. I'm playing Demetrius Longwing, uh, <clears throat> dragonborn wizard, uh, kind of outcast from his family when he decided to become a self-taught wizard when the whole war broke out, they decided they were going to go fight because that's what Dragonborn do, except for Demetrius, who decided to learn magic and be a wizard and not smash people over the head with a hammer. Oh, yeah. We appreciate you living your best life, Demetrius. Last not least, Mr. Vex. Welcome back. What's popping? I play Jax. Uh, <clears throat> a... Uh... Very, uh, how do you call him? A, uh, very, um, I don't even fucking know at this point. <laughs> I've kind of forgot. He's a brutish former soldier there now trying go. to find his way back in the world post-war. That's what I was looking Only for. Only to find brutish. the war is not over yet. Oh my. Thank you for being smart. Sometimes, Mook. I got Actually, you, Actually, sometimes, baby. all the time. Most of the time. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, Jimmy is unable to play with us tonight. Had to cover a shift at work. Uh, but we will progress on or get back to the story uh, happily. I, you know, couldn't wait when I was on vacation. All I was thinking about was getting back and playing D&D &D with my friends. So I'm glad we're here. But last time, since we probably all need a refresher, our heroes investigated a mysterious temple, which served as a base for some Eclipse Remnant forces. Uh, as they made their way towards it, an important-looking convoy departed. And thanks to some keen ears, our party discovered that they were headed for Athens. Um, our group sought more information about the encampment, uh, which was this temple fenced off with guard towers around it, and Demetrius deftly snuck all the way up to the fence line unseen. However, his curiosity got the better of him, and he was spotted, and arrows began to rain down upon him, and the party was thrust into combat. In the commotion, a few capable prisoners were able to escape and fight, while the mysterious chanting and sounds of screaming and fires came from inside the temple. Uh, unfortunately, the guards put up quite the resistance, and by the time the party made it inside, 
the scene was a nightmare. Four bodies, including one of a child, had been burned alive by a maniacal hooded figure. One of the escaped prisoners threw the hooded figure into the fire pit uh, in order to ensure that they suffered the same fate. And Jax, who identified the child and one of the other victims as his friend Artis and Misa's wife and son, uh, by the evidence and the fact that, you know, it was a baby's body. Uh, information in letters left around the temple confirmed that the one group was headed to Athens, and more eclipse remnant activity was going on in Boeotia, one region over. Uh, the crew then burned the temple and camp to the ground and began the long and defeated trek back to the village. Um, just before we get started here, a uh, little information. Our party has all leveled up uh, over the course of after the last combat, and there's a couple mechanics I'd like to introduce uh, special to this campaign. Um, so different from Utopia, we're going to probably rely a lot more on short rests. You guys aren't going to get like a long rest after every combat. It's going to be pretty, it's going to be more tough. Um, however, because you guys have spell slots and spell slots are important, don't want you to leave you guys hanging. Um, there is a mechanic that I'm calling the divine rest. Um, so you can channel with your God or just meditate with your inner self. Uh, and during a short rest, I will let you trade a hit dice to regain 1d4 plus your spellcasting modifier spell slots. We'll adjust that if we need to, if it's overpowered, uh, with the trade-off being you have less dice to heal after combats. Um, there's also, like, holy favor, so if you do things in accordance with, like, the gods that you were... doesn't necessarily have to be, like, the main god you praise. If you do stuff that benefits a god or earns their favor, uh, you might get rewarded for it. Um, also chat, the Twitch chat, uh, on my stream can interact and use channel points to grant players or NPCs advantage or disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Yeah. Uh, and we'll expand probably that as I come up with more ideas. Um, but yeah, so at this point, it's probably been several hours since you guys left the... Uh, temple, the encampment. Um, you have these two wagons and two horses pulling each wagon. Uh, one is filled with the corpses of the dead you were able to recover, and the other is packed full of the, like, seven prisoners you were able to save. The two soldiers who were among the kidnapped took two more horses from the compound. And with the horses, it's a, it's a little less than a day back to Holly. Um, there's like obviously the two soldiers who were like breaking out there's the woman who was like stabbing people and a bunch of other prisoners um, two carts who is who thinks they're kind of where is somebody piling like the cart of the dead somebody driving back the cart of the living uh, Jax is probably driving the cart with the dead in it okay we'll put Jade in there with you uh, as he was with you guys just sitting, both of you guys have been around death for a long time. Jax, you've obviously seen hundreds and hundreds of friends die over the course of the seven years you were in war. Um, but uh, make an insight or history check for me as you're kind of rolling back here. All right, new dice don't fail me. <laughs> it failed me. <laughs> Uh, insight. I got a plus two to that, so 13. 13. Realistically, you're very stricken with, like, grief. Although you've been around death for a long time, 
this is when you were in the war with artisan all he was talking about was getting back home to his wife and kid um but as you're kind of mulling over just the scene of what you saw inside the temple the people being burned alive um you never once saw the eclipse perform a ritual or a sacrifice like that during the entirety of the seven years um, you never like discovered any remnants of that so this while grief-stricken this is something new and different although it's the same group this is a different ritual um and jay's just kind of sitting with you like kind of comforting you like it's okay man it's all right we did our best uh you guys are riding back to holly um that would put talia and demetrius in the other wagon uh you have a whole bunch of people alive and just so grateful that you saved them um from the same fate of the of the victims in the other of the other wagon uh what are you guys kind of thinking and feeling as you're sitting here anchor the jack is pissed i'm pretty horrified i i had a bad feeling we tried to get in there and just we weren't fast enough and that's um it's a little hard for me to handle i'm you know haven't really been thinking too much about other people around because i'm just i'm not really around anybody but I'm just trying to process it, I guess. I I would be just kind of looking down and just very quiet, sitting kind of like in the side. Demetrius, what about you? I pretty much just the same as Talia, kind of in shock at what was going on very near where he would call home and kind of amazed at himself that he was able to help save the people. Um, from the back of the cart, uh, the woman who was like, had broken out and was fighting, uh, she was like tending to people in the back. Uh, she kind of comes up to the front like of this, of this wagon and puts like a hand on both your shoulders. And she just says, thank both of you and your friends over there for getting us out. Uh, if you guys hadn't come, I don't know. I think we all would have died. So thank you guys so much. Just glad we were there on time for somebody, and now we can get you guys home to your families. Well, she kind of looks dejected. They say that um, my husband was burned yesterday, so I guess I don't have much to go back to. But still, I am alive, and that is in no small part because of you. Uh, she introduced herself as Katarina throughout like the entire process. Mm -hmm. Uh, and she, she asks, what were you guys doing out there? How'd you find us? We were, I mean, we were trying just to check it out and we started hearing screaming and chanting. And, um, 
Well, I mean, you were there for most of it, but I'm just kind of like looking around and very uncomfortably like kind of twiddling my hands while I'm trying to figure out what I want to say. Well, I thank the gods that you guys were there. It, um... <clears throat> if you guys hadn't found us, it would have been much, much worse. Um, she kind of looks back at the, the wagon full of people. Um, alongside the other wagon, um, one of these, like, former soldiers, uh, rides up next to Jax, who is driving. Uh, his name is... His name is Karen, uh, but it's manly. Um, he rides up, Karen. Karen. <laughs> uh, and he rides up on a horse because the two soldiers have kind of been like scouting around on separate horses. He rides up next to Jax and says, uh, "Battalion leader Karn says, uh, thank you for coming. We did the best we could. Yes, there was." There's so many of them, and, uh, you saved a lot of people today. You know that. Not everyone. He, he kind of looks back at the, the wagon that you're driving. He says, I know. I know, Jax. Um, but still, you're, uh. Your leadership, your ability, it, it helped. And uh, I think you stopped something worse happening. We'd, uh, we'd overheard at the, after we looked at uh, some of their letters and stuff. Apparently they were a planning an attack on the village, which uh, they can't do now. So thank you for stopping that. My family is going to be safe because of you. So... I kind of just give him a nod. He rides on ahead. Um, are you guys doing anything while you're in the carts? You, um, Demetrius, now that you have more time, are you looking over some of like, because I assume when you saw all like the necromantic and magical information uh, that you kind of took it with you. Um, yes. <clears throat> so like, if you want to look over that, you can. Um, Talia, you have like, druidic magic you can probably tend to some people you can go fetch some herbs or anything if you want to like try to heal people in the back um yeah there's i mean things you guys can do while you're riding back to the village and demetrius is studying the uh the stuff that was that he took from uh the altar and everything go ahead and make an arcana check Oh, not 20. Not 20. Uh, so, Demetrius, now that you have more time with these, like, letters and these... Um, Daisy, can you hear and see us? Now I can, yes. No? Okay. Okay. So, Demetrius, now that you have more time with these letters and these notes on stuff, uh, you begin to pull some of your own books out of your bag and start to compare... Um, magics and other things uh and you find actually the oldest book in your collection which is a book on titans and like the origin of the gods themselves um and you 
notice that like some of these sacrifices seem to be connected to like some form of worship of titans rather than like your classic Olympian or Scythonic gods. Um, and as you look further on um, the page of the instructions of the binding ritual, um, those pages, you see that there is a faded ink written on top of the pages. And also as you're scrolling through the notebook, uh, you um, notice that pages are missing. A couple pages are missing. Like it's writing on top of writing, basically? Uh, with your nat 20, I'll just tell you, it seems like some form of invisible ink. Ah. You're, so you're like flipping through and you like kind of breathe out like hot air, actually. And that seems to like make the ink kind of come through just for a second, uh, but not fully enough for you to read it. So we need heat to get this to work. Okay. Uh, so that's what you see. Anybody else doing anything? I think Jax is just kind of searching his memory to, find, to see if he's ever seen something like that. Uh, go mm -hmm. ahead and make a history check with advantage because this is recalling recent memory. That is so stupid. I rolled two 16s. <laughs> That's not stupid. Those are very good rolls. Um, I know, but I'm just saying. It's uh, plus five, so what, 21? 21. Yeah, 21. Um, while you were, like I was saying earlier, while you were in the war, as you're, like, searching back, like, recalling your memory, while you were in the war, you didn't see... It's not like the Eclipse never, like... When they captured people... Uh, they would, like, sacrifice them. But it was more of, like, a showy thing, right? It seems like what their goals were during the war are different than what they're trying to do now. This is, seems to be, like, a whole separate, like, a plan B almost, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah uh, no, I, I think he's more just, like, kind of, like, starting to see if he remembers anything this cruel they did. I mean, kind of like, kind of like thinking like maybe something else, someone else is leading them now. They did plenty of brutal stuff in the um, war. I mean, they would like desecrate bodies so they couldn't be burned, and like find peace in in hell, and all that. But this is different. Um, you do know there was like the important looking convoy that left, which was like one person in like very fancy robes and four like very sturdy looking protector people uh you do not recollect having seen any of them in the war but they were all like covered in hoods and stuff but you think you would have noticed some people like that kind of either fancy and out of place in a in a war setting or like strong and burly right okay yeah so you don't recognize that group that left. You don't know if maybe they were just in a different part of the battlefield than you, than you, or if there's someone new. Um, but whatever this is seems to be different than whatever it was before. 
like after searching his memory, I think he just kind of starts praying to Ares saying guide to help guide these souls. Uh, make a religion check for me. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, what are you saying, uh, to Ares? Uh, pretty much just like I know this ain't really your domain and helping people pass. You're more of kind of like the war person, but if you could help. Who is it? Uh, oh my god, who's the fucking Hades. god of... Well, no, the one who delivers... Well, Hermes... De er, yeah, he doesn't really deliver the dead. Hermes but... delivers the dead to Charon, then Charon ferries them to okay. Hades for judgment. Well, so yeah, praying to, like, uh, him to help them guide... To help him guide their souls. As you pray to Ares, uh, you hear next to you... You're right. Guiding the dead's not really my thing. Um, as you turn next to you, you see in the where the place where Jade was sitting, a very like strong cut. He's sitting down, but you can tell he'd be like eight feet tall in person. Has like a crew tight crew cut head uh, and like stubbly beard, but not like fully grown out. Uh, olive skin with like war paint on his eyes, but he's in. He's not in like. His armor. This isn't the first time you've seen Ares, because Ares is usually like mm -hmm. on like on the spirit of battle. He's in like this strong brass armor with like a maul and a shield that shoots chains out of it. He's just in like a toga right now, and he appears to be sitting kind of like above the platform, almost like he's in sitting down someplace else, but like also here as well. And he like he like pats you on the back, he's like, "Hey, Jax, how you doing?" Not too good. Not too good. He looks behind him and he's like... So... They're back, I see. Yeah. Huh. Well, I'm gonna kill all of them. Hell yeah, buddy. Hell yeah. Uh, he like looks off ahead of him, almost like he's talking to somebody else. Uh, and he just says, Look, I'll be back in a couple minutes. It's, he like seems to regard what somebody else is saying. He's like, I know you can take care of yourself for that long. Just wait a couple minutes. And he like smiles and chuckles, turns back to you and says, Look, I'll put in a I'll put in a good word to Hermes. It'll take just as long as these bodies are you know finally disposed of properly. Hermes will take care of it. Hades will judge him fairly. Oh, yeah. What's up, man? Thank you. Thank you. Of course, dude. I'm you're you're one of my favorite champions, Jax. I wouldn't just leave you out in the dust on this. I know, but I know how you can be sometimes, you know? <laughs> That's right. That's right, but man, your spirit, your uh, Jax like You're a good one, man. You're a good one for me. Well, uh, thank you. Um, I'm just going to sit in silence now and reflect on the life of my good friend. You don't have any other questions or anything to ask me? I don't come down for everyone, you know. Yeah, but you're like, you're my bro. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, looks off to the side. He's like, he, like, gives you a little nudge and you, like, feel it. <laughs> it hurts because he's, like, so <laughs> strong. Uh <laughs> He's like, yeah, plus I got to get back to someone. All right, man. Oh. Uh, All right. He, like, gives you a little nod and apparates away. 
I, I still don't understand how to talk to him all these years. <laughs> uh, Jay's just like, talk to who? Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> um, so you guys can like ride through the night to get back to Holly or um, set up camp with these people. Kind of up to you. Uh, with like the two soldiers patrolling around, uh, you're not going to be like in danger of any wild encounters. Plus, you have a big group, and animals tend to just avoid people for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's up to you guys whether you want to set up camp for the night and or uh, just keep riding. I think we should just ride throughout the night. We can get rest once we're back in town. Mm-hmm. Okay, sounds good to me. All right. Um, so you guys ride through the night. Different people take turns, like holding the reins. People kind of cycle through, and it's a village. It's like a very blue collar village. So people have driven a horse and cart before. Um, the sun begins to rise, or behind you, because you guys are heading east right now. Um, you guys are heading west right now. Uh, so the sun begins to rise behind you. Um, through like you're coming over this hill cresting down into the village you see like just the early morning sun reflect this beautiful orange off the off the uh, uh, sea in the bay and you see the shadows of the outskirts of holly um begin to come into view um it's early morning 6 six thirty a.m uh and you guys uh begin to get close to the village um you hear like as you get closer a few you know morning sounds of like the marina bell and boats cracking people talking um and as you get closer uh you begin to see people like gather on the outskirts of the village looking at these these carts that are coming in um and as you get closer and closer more and more people are gathered here to see you at the edge of holly um you guys uh, come up to the village and they see the soldiers riding on the horses. They see jacks and um, ride back. And then people like begin to poke their heads out of the wagon of all the uh, freed prisoners. Um, cheers erupt in the village as they, I mean, in total, 10 prisoners have been returned alive to the village. Um, and, you know, 15 bad guys are dead. That's really good. Uh, people are all around, kind of gathering to this early morning site. People are, like, walking out of their houses, kind of blurry-eyed and stumbling, waking up to the commotion of this early morning encounter. Um, Jax and, or, yeah, Jax, go ahead and make a perception check for me. Uh, 13. 13. Um, so you're noticing all these people happy to see people back. Uh, you're also noticing, like, folks who are, you know, devastated that people who disappeared from the village have not returned. Um, coming out of a house, walking down the street, using his spear as kind of like a, a cane. Um, you see Artiz and Misa, and he makes eye contact with you. Kind of just shake my head. He has a, he had a, when he saw you, he had like a hopeful smile on his face uh, as you shake your head and start unloading the rescued people. He 
his smile quickly fades um, to what you can understand after being with him for so long is a sense of like understanding uh, but you can see he's fighting back tears and like using every ounce of strength he has to keep himself upright in this moment and kind of walk over and put a hand on his shoulder I just go let it out he he breathes in heavily and just asks silently did did you recover the bodies kind of nod my head and then kind of lead him over to the cart uh he follows you um jade is there comforting him as well as well as the other soldiers who you know after spending some time greeting their families are artisan is like the best guy he was like the best brigadier he was like the best general everybody loved him um so they all come over to comfort him as well as he looks in the back of the wagon and sees the um sees the burned corpses um uh, tears begin to roll down his face, but he doesn't, like, cry. Um, he just kind of says, he looks to the ground and says, May Hades touch them fairly. Um, he asks the uh, other um, soldiers and, like, some of the people around, he's like, Will you please take them out to the, uh, out to the woods? I'll be there soon. Um, and a couple people grab the bodies out and begin to take them to where you know to be like a kind of funeral site where bodies are burned and people are laid to rest. Uh, he, he turns to you with what was sadness, turns to like a fiery determination. He says, tell me everything you know. Kind of give him the quick, uh, quick story. Quick story. Eclipse is back. Some very important person is heading to Athens. Um, do Talia and Demetrius come over to, like, Jax, is he doing this, or are you kind of just giving him a wide berth? Uh, I mean, I was trying to just give him space. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm already bad in not awkward situations, so this one's kind of an awkward situation. Yeah, Demetrius is just kind of <clears throat> hanging back. He's got his hood up so that not many people can notice that he's a dragonborn. Kind of um, trying to hide. Our artisan is talking to Jax. Uh, he's like, Athens, Athens. Okay, I will send someone for King Theseus. Arrange a meeting, uh, and I will ride with you to Athens. But after that, I, um, Jax, I don't know if I can look you in the eye again. It's not. I'm not blaming you, but I. I'm gonna be honest. Every time I see you. I'm going to have the image of you riding back with the body of my wife and child. Um, I'm sorry, brother. He, like, puts a hand on your shoulder. Um, and then he follows the soldiers, limping with his uh, with his spear, um, heading out to the spot you guys know to be the burial ground. Um... So yeah, you guys have returned to Howie. Uh, you are all, even though you're a dragon uh, born, 
Demetrius, you're all being welcomed, like, proudly and happily back into the village. Uh, are you guys doing anything uh, while you're here? <clears throat> I'm just going to go back to my house real quick. All right. And, uh, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Tell me what you want to do. I was just—I was gonna go back to my house and just uh, grab the rest of my stuff because I'll be skipping town. What does Jax remember about his father? Honestly, not much. He, since he left so young, I would say the only thing he really remembers is his father being kind of a drunken. Uh, okay. If I remember, if I, if I remember correctly, I said his wife left or died i don't remember i think you said she died yeah she i think she died in it's right she died in childbirth yeah so like he never beat Jax, but he was more just like kind of blames him all right um so Jax, you uh walk into your home uh and you see a man face down on the table uh there's like empty bottles of wine uh on the table as well um yeah. Uh, is he sitting on the stool? He's like he's he's like on a stool. Okay. Like leaning over the table asleep. I kicked the stool out. <laughs> so you <laughs> kick the stool out. He bonks and he's like, oh, fuck! What do? <laughs> what the hell? Fuck! Eighties, damn you! <laughs> what? Uh, and he like kind of looks up and gathers himself. I'm just gonna roll a. Uh, he like grabs a bottle and like starts swinging it at you. His like eyes are clearly kind of glazed over. He's swinging at you wildly. Uh, he's like, "Get the fuck out of my house! Fuck you!" Uh, Headbutt him. <laughs> make an attack roll. Yeah, eighteen puts my unarmed plus. Three? Plus your strength modifier. So, uh, okay. Your strength modifier. <laughs> yeah, so, what's your strength modifier? Is three. Uh, so, you headbutt him and you fucking. You deal four damage to him. Just straight up. Uh, and, like, knock him back. He's like, what? I didn't do anything. Leave Shut me up, old man. Fuck you. He. He throws his bottle at you and just sails over your head and shatters. <laughs> what do you want? not to have a useless old look my son will be home any minute and he'll kick your ass I am your son what and he kind of like rubs his eyes a little bit he's like Jack uh, you can I mean just notice for your father he is worse for the wear uh, since you left him he was still like while like the drinking had taken a toll on him he's like a fisherman too so he lives a hard life um he was still like he had like brown hair still when you left now it's like full gray bags under his eyes his skin is like loosely hanging out of his body he's you know he'd only be about like 50 at the most but he looks like he's decrepit and ancient at this point just kind of walk past and start gathering my stuff when did you get back? 
what we only got back like a couple days ago, right? Yeah, like two days ago. Yeah, back two days ago. You were at the docks when we came back. Oh. Been gone for how many years? Uh, seven, right? Seven. Yes, seven. Yeah. It's good to see you. I'm glad. I'm glad you're back. You can fuck off. Okay. Don't. He like stands up and gathers himself a little bit more. It's like don't, don't put that on me, Jax. Don't put that. Put on that me. on you. Yeah. You blamed me for mother's death. Look, it was a really hard time for me. It's been a really hard. Your whole since you were born has been a really hard time. I'm not gonna deny it. Okay. He's like he like runs over to a pot and like pours himself a big like he just like drinks water out of a little like um vase or container or whatever look i'm not sitting here and saying i was the best dad i obviously wasn't that's fact but like i did raise you and now you're a, you know you're a good soldier apparently that's what i heard People who came back. Raised me. You barely even did anything for me. And kept a roof over your head. That was the only thing you were good at. The other, the other thing was you're good at is fucking passing out on a fucking pile of shit. I mean, what what do you want me to say, Jax? You're the one who came in here and kicked my fucking stool out and woke me up. Cause this is our last goodbye. I'm skipping town. I... I'm not... surprised. Look, I know... I didn't do the best. It's kinda too late for apologies. I... Did I fucking say sorry, you little brat? Sounds like you were going about to. Well, I didn't. And your attitude makes you not deserve one. I loved your mother more than anything. And every time I saw you, I saw her screaming out in pain and her the life fading from her body. And it was tough for me, Jax. It was tough. And you did not fucking make it any easier. Okay? I tried to love you the best I could. But you were a rebel since you were two. Right? Every step of the way, you fought me, and I admit, I deserve a lot of it. But you? I mean, good. Maybe it's for the best. Probably is for the best that you ran off. It's probably for the best that you're running off again. Yeah, because I'll be just like you if I grew up here. Honest man with a job, kept his family sheltered and fed. I sacrificed my life more than enough times to know that you're not a real man. You're a sorry excuse for a human. You're pathetic. You still haven't figured, even all that fighting, all that maturing you were supposed to do, you still haven't figured out what it means to be a real man. 
and you never will. He kind of just walks back into the house. Uh, says, I get the rest of my bag and leave. You didn't grow up at fucking all. I just shut the door. Uh, and you leave your house. Um, Talia and Demetrius, you guys doing anything in the village? I, um, I don't really, I don't really like talking to people. Talking to these guys was kind of a lot different than what I'm used to. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, if you, I'm pointing, like, looking at Demetrius, like, if there's something you want to do, I mean, like, I'll go with you. Uh, Demetrius. not around a lot of people. This is my first time in this village in my real form. I usually disguise myself when I come by here. I mean, you don't have to, though. Technically, we're heroes, and at least for now, is there something you want to do? I don't know what I can do. I guess I'll. Well, we can look around and see what is what here. If there's okay. any places to rest or shop or any of that sort of stuff. Well, I mean, um, I don't know. You can go. Let's go. Let's go and see if there's. there's I don't know. Some new. Uh, we have these crazy looking cloaks um what else what else do i have on um kind of just like looking through my bag like trying to see so you have your normal traveler's stuff that you can't carry with you you have like a bedroll uh you have like herbs and stuff that you've learned both from like being uh like doing druid stuff with the daughter's demeter and then just being like out on your own and learning to survive from your father um so you have your weapons, you have like some, some spellcasting stuff that you you use, um, and then just the things you guys took from the uh, temple, which would be like the robes, the letters, and uh, int- like booklet of stuff. Um, as you guys are kind of walking around uh, town though, but make uh, perception checks. 30, 20. 5. Um, so Demetrius, you're just kind of like, you're, this is, like you said, the first time in your, this village, you have given it a wide berth for the most part, um, throughout the entire time, and you're just kind of blown away. People are not, like, word has traveled fast, and people, while maybe kind of giving you a wide berth, or like doing a double take, are not like, um, outwardly being like, rude or shit to you. They seem like, while they're still a little uncomfortable with your presence, they are, like, accepting of it and, like, regard you as somebody who just helped out a lot. Uh, as, uh, Talia, though, as you got, as you're kind of walking through the city, you'd been here to, like, trade some stuff the day before. Um, like, just in and out, not really paying attention to anything. You went to the market real quick, bartered a few things, got some meats and stuff, and then headed out. Um, you see... Jade talking to like uh, a couple of goblins and a couple of, like orcish looking figures uh, over by 
what appears to be like a military uh, outpost thing. Um, I mean, we can go talk to Jade, um, see what's going on. I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't come through here that often. I just come for things that I, you know, can't get where I am. Um, and you know, like I said, we get to walk around a little bit and, uh, enjoy being center of attention. Um... <clears throat> And kind of just like start walking towards that way. Uh, so you you pass like a little taverna uh, while you're there, a tavern basically. Um, and you you head up to this what appears to be like this barracks thing. Uh, Jade is talking to this little goblin, these two orcs, uh, and you hear the goblin say something about it was like, "Yeah, there's like a a commune of, of like non-humans organizing in Boeotia, apparently like living life free and together outside of Greek rule." I guess like one of the, one of the governors or something like, gave us a spot to set up. So, Boris Loris and I are gonna head out that way. See what's up. You should come. Uh, and Jade seems to be like mulling it over. Like I don't know. What I'm... Um, and that's what you guys over here. And the, the goblin regards you especially, uh, Demetrius. It's like, uh, hey man, what's up? Just wandering the village, looking around, seeing what I can see. Yeah, well, there's a this little tavern. I don't know if they'll let you in, but you know, maybe you're like one of the people that helped rescue all the all the all the folks, right? Yes. Yeah, so maybe they'll let you in for one drink. Uh, you could probably stay here in the barracks. I'm sure they'd let you do that overnight if you guys need a place to sleep. Uh, I'm smacky, and I'm I'm probably gonna dip town tonight. So, we could definitely use a place to rest. Yeah. Uh, smacky the little goblin's like, where are you guys headed next? Really not sure. Possibly Athens? Uh, Jade here, like... What was going on with that whole little group that was riding out of the, the fort? Jade kind of, like, Jack. nods his head in agreement. Jack's walked by and starts getting a horse ready. Um... Yeah, so you guys see Jack's walk by as well as you guys are talking to this, um, group... Um, uh, Jax, you go ahead and make a perception check. Uh, 18 plus... That's persuasion, respect, perception. Plus four, so... 22. 22. Um, you are walking, like, up to your horse, uh, because you had a horse during the war and you brought it back with you. Uh, you're walking up to your horse, uh, and there's a note on the saddle. Uh, you open it and it says, uh, meet me out by the ridge, which is, like, just outside of town, kind of overlooking the ocean. Uh, yeah. I kind of take the note, put it in my 
put it back in the saddle and start walking over to the ridge. Um, so you go up there and you know this is the place where they like burn the bodies. It's like a beautiful place overlooking the town, the forest, and um, the the sea. Uh, and you see Artisan is bending down, like kneeling, almost looks like looks to be praying. Um, as the bodies of his wife and son are being cremated. Put a hand on his shoulder as I walk up. He says, I tried to put in a good word for you, for them. Jax, I appreciate it. Um, I've tried to do the same. And he kind of nods up to you. Um, says... You'll ride with me to Athens in the morning. You're not leaving yet. You don't get to just run away from this problem. I wasn't going to run away. I was going to Athens. I'm going with you. You and I will meet Theseus. You'll tell him what you know. Uh, Your friends will join us and tell him what they know. And we will... He will probably send the military to stop them but my guess is uh, <clears throat> you and I will probably each do our own thing to try and handle business as they'd say <coughs> I thought I was muted my bad <laughs> uh, I kind of like looked at him for a second go after this is done, I'm not coming back to this town. I'm responsible, and I hold your family's life on my chest this entire until the day I die. Wow. I'm never coming back to this fucking place either. So, I guess that's one more thing we'll have in common, Jax. And he just kind of sits there as the remainder of the bodies turned to ash uh, and um, night kind of falls on the on the village you guys go through the day of being like welcomed and stuff there's not really like shops that have anything of value for like adventuring there's like survival supplies and like there's like rope but this is a fishing village so it's not like they're really set for traveling across the countryside mm-hmm. um, but if you guys wanted to like if play you wanted to, or Demetrius you wanted to look into like bringing heat out uh, with the paper, or you guys wanted to try and get a drink at the tavern, whatever. Um. Yeah, I think I'm gonna try to find a heat source to heat the paper enough to bring the ink out so I can read it without burning the paper. Go ahead and make an intelligence check. Intelligence. And Talia, you're here too if you want to give him the help action. 17. Uh, so I would imagine Demetrius like mentioned to you while you guys were in the um, cart, like, hey, Heat seems to bring out something secret on this paper. Uh, maybe we can find something to, you know, uh, reflect Heat. Um, so I'd imagine you're like, searching the little barracks area uh trying to find something so demetrius you can roll again for advantage 
18. Hey, one better. Nice. That was the difference. <laughs> All right. Solving it or not. Um, <laughs> so Demetrius, as the sun, the, so Holly's on like the west end of this little peninsula, or the west end of like the right side of this little peninsula, or this little bay fucking thing. Um, Holly's on the west end of the land you guys are on right now. So the sun is beginning to set, and you notice that the there is a shield leaning up against the outside of the barracks that the sun is, like, blind. It has, like, a mirrored back, and the sun is shining, like, blinding light into. Um, as you guys are looking around, kind of tossing stuff to the side, um, and as you kind of, like, walk over and, like, pick it up, you notice that the shield is very hot and it is reflecting the sun. Um, oh. Okay. Well, here. I'm, and I kind of just, like, put it down flat. Try putting it on this. And I slowly move the page closer and closer to the mirror until, like, trying not to burn it. <laughs> yeah. But also so, trying to get the, the writing to come out. So the sun uh, reflects off the mirror onto the page. And as like the mixture of like the light trans being you know transparent through the page, and also the heat reflecting off, um, the hidden ink uh, comes to the forefront, uh, and it's in a different it's in like a different shade, so it's clear and you can read it. And the hidden ink says, uh, "We must open twelve of the gates. Holly is the location of one of the great battles with the Titans, locking away great power here. Through destruction of the village, the gate should be opened. The sun will set on man, and we will bask in the darkness of the great one." Uh, words continue, but the text fades into, like, the, um, ripped pages that would have been next in the, in the book. Uh, that, that, this is, this bad. Yeah, it's bad. This is just bad. Definitely sounds bad. So, wait, so, oh, man. We can't. I mean, we can't leave. It, well, I mean, I don't know what we—I don't know what we're gonna do. Go ahead and make an insight check. Nineteen. Uh, you guys killed the fucking people who were gonna attack this village. That those—the little priest guy, the the big group or the group of the very fancy, strong-looking people left, and appeared to have left that last task of destroying Holly to the people who were in the encampment that you guys killed. Um, through, like, scouting reports and stuff that you've heard, like, being around these barracks, uh, no other sightings of, like, Eclipse Remnant forces have been investigated okay. around. Um, okay. So by killing everybody there and burning down the temple, you stopped what should have been the attack. With a 19 insight, though, and Demetrius kind of telling you what is written on the paper, um, one thing that stood out to you is... We must open 12 of the gates, uh, which would imply that there are more than 12. Yep. Uh, and Demetrius, it confirms, without any rule, it confirms that this is something to do with, like, titanic magic and very ancient stuff. Um, but Jax, if... Jax probably comes back and kind of goes up to him and goes you guys are coming with me to Athens okay 
<laughs> We're gonna meet the king and all that jazz. Oh. Okay. Um, play something or Demetrius, something you would know. Uh, is that your family left to join as you've been talking to this goblin and Jade, all of whom were part of this like reclaimers project, which was something your family went to join or went off to war to join, uh, which is like, hey, if you serve in the army, you'll get like the right to purchase property and not be refused service and stuff. Um, your family didn't come back. Um, and in Athens, they would have records of everything that probably went on with this reclaimers project and like just have troop logs and stuff uh so you might be able to find some information there if you were looking for it um also the big the big dude who was in the center of all the people that leaving the encampment uh you could just tell had some powerful magic energy on him and if you can find him and track him down that would be a great source of knowledge um Talia, something that uh, sticks out to you is that uh, the daughters of Demeter would kidnap people when you were involved with the with the cult. Um, it's why I left. And your it like it just occurs to you that this is if there's people kidnapping and disappearing and possibly being sacrificed, there might be some connection. Uh, with whatever this eclipse remnant is doing and whatever the leaders of your group were doing. Um, but you guys all kind of settle in for the night, get a get a rest, um, and you wake up next morning. Um, Talia, go ahead and make a perception check for me. Uh, 15. 15. Uh, you see the woman who was, like, freed from the prison. As you're kind of taking, like, a morning walk around the village, you see the woman who was freed from the prison, uh, like, standing by the docks, uh, like, spinning a coin, like, very dexterously between her fingers. Uh, and she makes eye contact with you. Kind of just, like, nod and put my hand up awkwardly. Uh, she chuckles uh, while looking at you sure her like dexterous flipping the the coin between her fingers uh, continues uh, you're just gonna like walk past her or you can talk to her no no I um I, I, I don't know I'm not I could have just like starting a conversation um how are you f feeling uh, she just kind of sighs and is like, well, there's nothing left for me here. Uh, all the time, all the while, flipping the coin between her fingers. Uh, there's really nothing left for me here at this point. Um, so I was going to, uh, sail back home to Sparta. And, uh, well, see if I can learn anything else about what's going on there. Maybe warn the Spartans that this isn't, uh, this isn't over. I mean, I know that we got, we did seriously damage this group, and it doesn't seem like it's going to make its way back over there, but the fact that this is 
very well coordinated, and it's it's not just Eclipse. And man, I don't know what it is that they're what it even is that they're trying to get control of or gain access to by doing these sacrifices. Well, I don't know either. And she stops flicking the coin between her fingers and like flicks it to you. Uh, and she says, "But I'm happy I wasn't one of them. I guess I'll uh, I'll see you around. I have a boat to catch." Uh, and she begins walking off the dock um, towards a towards a boat. Uh, and you know, she just flicked you like a, a gold, basically. Okay. Pretty solid. And I'm just kind of like looking at it interestingly and looking at her as I'm continuing to walk. Yeah, she's, uh, she's, I mean, held her own, obviously has some sort of training with knives and stuff, uh, but if she says she's from Sparta, even you would know Sparta's the warrior place, so everybody gets trained on how to be a warrior there. Mm. Um, but that's where she's headed off to, and maybe you'll see her again. Um, uh, as the rest of you guys are, are going, uh, Demetrius, you see Jax, or Jade, um, just talking to a couple soldiers and stuff around the outside of the barracks, uh, and Jade mentions to you, he's like, uh, he says, I'll stay back a day or two, make sure the town is safe, and then I'll meet up with you guys in Athens. Okay, I'll let everybody else know that. Alright, um, and Jax, as you kind of wake up in the morning, you see Artisan fully walking, uh, dressed in his... fully armored in, like, the blue and gold of Athenian colors. Uh, he has a helmet with a large horizontal plume, uh, and on one side of his massive white horse is a brilliant shield and spear, uh, and on the other side appears to be, like, a survival pack. He has a sword attached to his right side, um, I mean, it's pretty standard Athenian loadout, but he is a master with stuff. Um, so you guys all kind of convene towards, like, a stables area. Um, you have, there's, like, you guys could take one of the carts if you wanted to, or you could each take an individual horse. Uh, Jack's obviously taking his own horse because he's trained that thing since... A very young age. Okay. We are bounded. I don't, I don't mind riding a horse. Okay. Uh, Demetrius? I, I was going to say, with Demetrius's size and weight, it'd probably be better for him to ride a cart. Well, you're not that heavy. You're not too heavy for a horse, I would say. So how, how heavy are you, you think? Uh, I forget what I put my weight as. So I thought you were, like, a little slender for a... Yeah, 299 pounds. Oh, that's, so. that's big. That's big. I mean, if you want to take a cart, yeah, feel free to take a cart. We'll just get my Clydesdale. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I think having a cart would be a good thing. Okay. Uh, so, all right. I'll, I'll ride in the cart then. Okay. It doesn't matter to me. And, and there, I mean, there's two horses attached to the cart, so if something happens to the cart, you guys can each take... Two horses, and they're like big, sturdy horses. So, okay. if, if something happens, Demetrius, you'd probably be able to ride one. 
Um, but because of just your size, it might be not the most convenient thing. Um, nice of the horse. I was thinking. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you guys uh, set off towards uh, in the direction of Athens. Artisan is on his like brilliant white stallion. Jax, do you have any ideas what your horse looks like? Uh, probably all black. Nice. Um, with like a little tinge of gray on the on the hair on the back. Okay, I dig it. Um, so yeah, you have your horse that you're bonded to, uh, and Talia and Demetrius hop in the cart. You guys kind of can throw like a lot of your camping supplies and stuff in the cart. Um, and you head off towards Athens. Um, the sun is still rising, uh, shining in your faces, basically, as you head kind of Southeast from the coastal village, uh, towards the shining metropolis of Greek culture. Um... As you guys ride, everybody make a nature check. In Talia, you do this with advantage. Oof. Oof. That's not too good. 13. Alright, so I got a 9 and a 13. Uh, okay. Um, 21. Uh, so, plus 3, so 16. 16? Um, Jax, you notice, like, uh, I mean, it, there's a lot of animals around you. Um, flying around. You've been through survival stuff before, so it's not like crazy. Uh, you notice that uh, there's just birds kind of fucking, fucking around following you. Um, Talia, your like experience in nature uh, allows you to see this owl following you. And Demetrius, you clock this as well. Uh, you see an owl like staring down at you guys. Um, Talia, you know through, like, your background with nature and stuff, this one is not typically found kind of in this area. And it's also a nocturnal creature, so it's strange that it's fucking around in the morning. Because um, this isn't when it hunts and stuff. Demetrius, you've kind of been around. You know what a lot of owls look like uh, and stuff. You you see this owl. You don't have the same knowledge of nature that Talia does. Um, but you do feel like it's kind of suspicious. And you also notice that... Uh, artisan kind of running ahead of you, he clocks the owl uh, kind of deliberately and stares at it for a long time. That's weird. Uh, that should not be out at this time. Not even, it's not even normal for this region. I mean, it, you don't even see these guys towards the you see these guys towards uh the forest not the coastline um artisan kind of speaks up he's like hey we have two days ahead of us let's go okay focus on i'm just still kind of staring at it um you guys kind of continue it's a relatively uneventful travel um this is as you get closer and closer to Athens, things obviously get busier. It's the largest city in in uh, Greece at this point. Um, the owl is still following you, but you guys pass like uh, traders with like their own horse and carts, uh, a few hunters um, who are like out hunting, or people like traveling between towns. Um, 
And everybody go ahead and make a perception check. Six. Six. Not great. Eighteen. Eighteen? I'm sorry, you said perception? Yeah, perception. Okay. Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, so Talia, you're still kind of got eyes on this owl. Um, Demetrius and Jax, you guys notice... Uh, as, like, you guys have been riding for a long time, um, you notice some rustling in the bushes on, like, the side of the road. Um, and Artisan actually stops and pulls out his spear. Um, kind of looks off into the forest, uh, ready, kind of on edge, one hand on the horse reins, one hand with his spear. Um, he, like, clicks his horse, um, goes a little bit closer, uh, to the, the woods, uh, and just stops, uh, and now Jackson and Demetrius, you guys both see shadows moving in kind of the surrounding forests, um, as Artisan gets, like, just a little closer, closer, closer before the horse rears up on its hind legs and whinnies real loud, and he begins galloping away, shouting, run, while bursting out of the woods. Uh, behind him are two massive owl bears, so bears with fucking owl heads and like, kind of like talon claws, uh, as well as two smaller brown bears. Everybody roll initiative. <laughs> fucking owl bears, man. Owl. It's a bow. 17. 18. 22. It's a bow. Wait, no. We gotta come up with a better word for that one. You said 17, uh, Jax? Yeah. Uh, They're actually called owl bears. That's that's dumb. <laughs> you said 18, Dahlia? Yes. Um, yeah, so this combat, there's no map for this combat because there's like multiple ways to handle this. Um, you have, the bears are all like behind you and you kind of have sort of a jump on them um but uh so you guys are all starting about like 10 to 15 feet depending on your formation ahead of where the bears are um but and they're tough i mean they might fuck you up if you try and fight them they might fuck up your horses um so you could try to run away or you could just try to kill the bears uh but that brings us to Demetrius, you actually start us off. Um, do 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 we run? I I'm thinking we're gonna try to book it. Okay. And I just take the reins and start whipping these horses until they just take off. I will say this: the horses have their own movement. Uh, you like controlling them and direct, directing them is an object interaction, but I will need an... Actually, you don't even need to make an animal handling check because they're smart enough to know bears run. Um, so you still have, like, the ability to take actions and stuff while you're here. Um, shoot shoot at one of them. Just, just distract it. I don't know. Uh, is 
who's are we in the um in the wagon on the back of the line uh so how how i think this was is artisan was on like the let's say the left side of the road uh mm-hmm. off looking at the forest you guys were kind of in the middle a little behind them because the horses themselves the individual horses are just gonna be a little faster than the wagon mm-hmm. um so you were about let's say 15 feet away from where the bears are bursting out of the woods um then Jax was like five to ten feet on the other side of you guys um so as you guys you whip the reins uh to crack the horses there i mean the bears the horses will move be able to move uh 80 feet on your turn i believe or on their turn which will be on your turn um okay but right now you're like directly even or parallel with uh the second owl bear and the second brown bear because uh, they came out in like a, a v formation the two owl bears kind of bursting out in front and the two brown bears like diagonally behind them um so yeah you're about 20 feet from them right now even with them and your horses are going to book off straight after this okay um so that would be owlbear one would be the one that's closest to us owlbear two would be the closest one to you Albert two would be closest to us. Okay. Uh, hopefully this works. I'm going to cast Ray of Frost at it. Okay. Eight. Uh, eight misses. It you the 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 ray blasts into it, uh, but it just shrugs it off with its like thick fur. Um, anything. Uh, that's probably it for you. Um. Then on your turn, your horses gallop away uh, 80 feet. Um, speed, 40. Um, so the one, uh, the first owlbearer comes bursting out of the woods and is going to uh, charge after Artisan, who was like kind of in a bad spot um, where he is. Now you see uh, he's fully like, he's whipped off his shield and stuff and is like fighting from his horse. Uh, so it's not like, does not appear to be an easy character to take down, um, but is going to be, uh, is still tough as this bear is barreling, is bearing down on him. Uh, bear swings wildly on his first attack, uh, as he goes to like peck at it with his fucking beak chasing after him and fucking, I rolled a two and a five. We're off to a great start. The second owl bear is going to sprint towards Jax, who is like kind of the farthest away, and um, while like aware of what was going on, not really looking in the uh, same direction, doesn't have like didn't get quite the same jump that uh, everybody else did. Uh, Twenty-two is going to hit you. Oof. As you take nine damage on the first Mm -hmm. attack. Uh, but then he misses with its, it like dot lunges at you with its fucking beak and like pecks at your leg, uh, like stabbing into you. Um, but then like you start to pull away as the, um, as it like swings at you with its, uh, um, stuff. Uh, Talia, that means you're next. Uh, I'm, uh, which one's so which one's closest to us now because i was in the cart so does that mean i'm 80 feet away now yeah so you're 80 feet away uh the ones attacking both Jax and 
artisan are going to be equidistant from you. Okay, so I guess my only, well, my only choice is to shoot with my arrow, so I'm going to do that. Okay. So 19 plus 4 is 23. Yeah, you're going to hit. Are you going to going after the one attacking Jax or Artisan? Uh, the one... I would say the one attacking Artisan because he was the one that's in kind of like the most awkward looking position to get out of. Okay. Um... So that was 9 damage. Okay, that's 9 damage onto that guy. You lean over the cart, uh, or stand up looking over the top of the cart, and just loose an arrow, uh, that thunks right into this bear's fur, um, as it, uh, heads after you, um, Jax, that goes up to you. So your horse will move on your turn. Your horse has a speed of 40 feet, can dash for 80. Um, if either you or your horse take a disengage action, uh, you can disengage without an attack of opportunity from the, uh, owlbear. Um, but then, like, your horse couldn't move its full speed, or you couldn't take your action. Yeah. Uh, I'll just... I'll take the attack of opportunity and just click the horse and take a dash. Okay. Uh, your AC is 21? Yeah. Uh, you take 8 more damage... Are you, like, attacking with anything before you run away, or no? As I'm... I kind of turn around to, like, face backwards on the horse. And just cast Guiding Bolt. Okay. Uh, Guiding Bolt, a spell attack, or a save? Uh, it's a ranged spell attack. Uh, 18? 18 hits. 4d6... Radiant damage. Thirteen damage. Uh, thirteen damage. Okay, so you, you, the horse or the bear, pecks at you as you're like leaving, uh, and or I claws at you as you're leaving, uh, as you turn around and out of your your hammer you cast this, uh, red, swirling like. It starts as energy and like forms into like a form of a sword and like punctures into the bear's neck. It like staggers it a little bit, and I assume you want your horse to dash away. Yep. Okay. Uh that's not the brown bears are both gonna attack Artisan, but they don't fucking hit on an eight. They don't actually they do hit on a fifteen. Nine, thirteen damage to him. Ooh, that's not good. Miss. That one. Uh, one of the bears trips and falls over itself. Uh, the second brown bear trips and falls over itself and is like rolling on his back. Uh, but Artisan did take a good chunk of hit. Um, he's gonna take the disengage action uh, himself. And then uh, begin to, his horse is going to dash away. Um, he also seems to empower his spear uh, as he, uh, as he seems to run away. Like you can see, he's like, 
seems to be like saying a prayer over a spear and channeling something um, over. And that brings us back to Demetrius. All right, I am going to take another attack at Owlbear 2, this time with Firebolt. Uh, is that a spell attack? Yes, it is. You make it with advantage. So uh, 21. 21. Uh, yeah, so Jax blasts this, like, spear of red energy into... Um, the the owl bear that was attacking him and you turn around out of your like staff and just throw off this blast of fire towards it uh go ahead and roll the damage for that eight eight uh so you blast into it and it's like it's still staggered by like the whole thing that's happened uh it's not doing great um this first owl bear actually just has to dash to catch up with artisan um Second Owlbear is going to dash after Jax. Uh, and they keep pace with you. They're fucking fast fuckers. Uh, but that brings us to Talia. As I assume the horse has moved another 80 feet on your turn, uh, Demetrius. Yes. Okay. So we are now 160 feet away. Yeah. So you have, you're 80 feet ahead of where the bears are now, or the Owlbears are now. Uh, you've moved 160 feet from fully where you started. Uh, Bentalia, it's your go. Wait, okay, so, but we're still with, we're still only 80 feet away from the bears because they moved too. Yes. Okay. Uh, are other, if I, if I were to cast Entangle to try and slow them down, do you, I don't, I'm trying to figure out where, where they all are now. Like if they're, if they're still kind of in that formation, Still, they're just moving up a little bit more. The two owl bears have kept pace with Jax and Artisan, who are a little behind you. What's the range on Entangle? 90 feet. 90 feet. So because of that, and just kind of your keen eye and, like, druidic senses, like, you're 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 all your time hunting and, like, mm -hmm. measuring distance, like, knowing where to hit your arrow, you could place the Entangle on the other side of like just behind the other side of Jack's and Artisan's horses to catch the two owlbears that are chasing them uh, without affecting Jack's and Artisan. Yes, so that's because this is it's a 12 it's a 20 foot square as well mm -hmm. for the area of the of the plants. So Yeah, so you can hit I both of them. If I cast it just behind them. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to I'm going to cast entangle just behind them. Uh so they need to uh beat a dc 10 is that what that says my strength um wait hold on yeah creature must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the entangled plants uh creature restrained by the plants can then use its action to make a strength check against your spell save dc so is that the same thing is the dc the same for both of those uh yeah your dc is 10 uh yeah so their dc to get restrained is 10 and if they get restrained they can break out on 10. one of them actually fails but the other one is a fucking bear and just plows through it okay well, uh, at least it's one yeah and it makes it difficult terrain regardless of if they f succeed or not yes 
it's still it's still difficult to terrain regardless for both of them, but only one's going to be entangled by the plants. Uh, so you see, like as you you know summon these like vines and roots on the other side, like just behind Jackson Ortiz and Torres, they're sprinting sprinting away. Um, you one vine catches a bear that's going for like to swipe at Jax, uh, and it gets tripped up over a vine and is like tied down like <laughs> growling that's what an owlbear sounds like trust me um <laughs> the other one is like slowed down and like gets kind of like caught off guard by this but seems to keep uh trudging along uh any bonus actions or anything um object interaction you would like to do don't think so um object interaction uh oh wait hold on where is it do i still have it i do the the staff Uh, what do you think the staff do you think the snake will scare them but if they're really that big i don't think the snake's gonna be able to do much to them uh and and it's so i can throw it out and it will becomes a constrictor uh on my turn i can mentally command the snake it's within 60 feet of you and i and i'm not incapacitated um i tell the snake what to do and as long as it doesn't die i can call it i can recall it before all the hip, before all its hit points are gone, I can recall it and it turns back into a staff. But if it goes down to zero hit points, then I lose it. It destroys itself. Uh, I'll just be real realistic with you. There's from where you are and like the fact you guys are running, uh, having it be within sixty feet of you is probably not going to happen. Ideal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like the only way for you to would be you'd have to like get really close personally, have it turn into a snake, try to scare the bears. And, uh... Not get hit in the process, yeah. Yeah, so I... Um, okay, so no, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. So, I'm I'm just gonna leave it. I'm I'm still good farther away. Um, and casting is the same thing, right? Like, I can't, I can't use a weapon, so there's nothing else for me to do. Cool. Uh, that brings us to Jax. Uh, because the bear chasing you actually got tripped up and restrained, moving won't trigger any sort of opportunity attacks from you. Uh, you could still, okay. you could still take your hit and have your horse dash if you would like. Uh, I'm gonna have the horse dash, but then as like <clears throat> as I see this, uh, I'm gonna like slam my warhammer into my shield and cast Toll of the Dead okay. on it. Uh, uh, so Wisdom DC 12. Uh, it is restrained and seems pissed off at you. It is not not moving and its eyes are dead set on you. It does not seem to be uh, anything. So does it pass? It the passes. Wisdom? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, does it take half damage? I don't think so. Nope, it doesn't. Yeah, it crit on its fucking wisdom save. It's not scared of Damn. your little... It's not scared of your little bell. <laughs> I don't have the horse dash. Okay. Uh, so your horse dashes. The brown bears uh, have fallen behind. Uh, the one chases, but runs into the patch of uh, shit Talia summoned and is, gets, gets slowed. 
Uh, the other one has to take half its movement to get up as it tripped over itself, jumping out of the bushes, mm-hmm. uh, and gets it. Um, Artisan is going to... Give me a good hit, baby. Uh, Artisan, he's a little... Because of your difficult terrain, you put him out of opportunity attack range from the bear, but he has this like big spear, and he buries it into the head of... Uh, into the head of the first bear that is not restrained. Um, and um, you see like this burst of where the fuck's my D8? Uh, like fiery black, like black and fiery energy come out of the spear as he does it. Uh, and he blasts into this fucking bear uh, for a shit ton of damage. Uh, with his first attack, it takes his second attack with his spear. Uh, once again. Uh, Artisan just, like, absolutely fucks this thing up with two hits as this, like, blast of, like, fiery energy comes out of him. And as he stabs into one shoulder, pulls his spear out, stabs into the other shoulder, and then his horse, uh, dashes up to keep pace with the rest of you. Um... Demetrius, that's your go. Uh, so how far away are we are we from these things now? Uh, you are 80 feet away. Still, right now, on your turn. Okay. I'm going to slow the horses. Okay. So that I don't keep getting, like, way, way far away from them. All right. And I'm going to go for another Firebolt at uh, Owlbear 2. 15. You hit. Ten damage. Uh, nice. So you blast more fire into this um, thing as it's, uh, like, tied up. Uh the the one bear is just it like gets steps out and like has is trying to keep pace with the rest of you guys but is falling behind. Uh, this bear takes uh, rips out of the um, vines tangling it uh, and uh, then rushes behind Jacks and further behind the other bear uh, but still trying to keep pace with you. Uh, they don't seem to be relenting uh go ahead and make everybody can go ahead and make an insight check if they want natty 20 22 um so you guys can tell with these things if if these were like normal animals out here they would have fucked off when they started getting hurt uh these things are chasing you specifically um, and Talia, that's your go. All right. Yeah, they're definitely after us. Uh, I'm oh. going to... Let's see, what's my... Uh, before you go, Demetrius, how did she, the horses move at all? Did they just take a normal movement, 40 feet? Or did you stop them completely? Yeah, they just took a normal 40 feet. Okay. All right. 
So you are like, Talia, you're about 65 feet from one of the bears, and another, uh, you're like 85 feet from another one. So I'm just going to, I'm going to shoot arrows for now, because I don't, I don't want to use a spell unless they get too close. Uh, 18 plus 4, 22. Uh, which one are you going for? Uh, is, uh, the one that's closer to me. Okay, so that's number one. Uh, so 22 hits, obviously. Okay. Seven plus two, so nine damage on that one. Nine damage? Uh, this thing's looking fucked up. Uh, the first one especially is the one that's closer to you. Uh, Jax, you're about, so, uh, like, uh, 25, or no, you're about 45 feet from the one bear that was chasing you, um, mm -hmm. and then the other one is, it's, uh, another, like, 25 feet diagonally on the other side chasing after Artisan. Okay. Um... Oh my god, what do I want to do? Uh, so I'm gonna have... How far am I away from the... From the other people? The cart? Uh, they are 40 feet ahead of you. Okay. Uh, I'll have the horse... I'll make my attack first. I'll do. I'll just cast Sacred Flame. Okay. Uh, deck saving throw. For... Of twelve fails. Uh, it takes one d eight radiant damage. Uh, which one are you going at? The one chasing you or the one chasing Artisan? One chasing me. Okay. Well, the one chasing me is pretty far behind me, though, right? Forty five feet. Yeah. So I'll do the one Artisan. How far is the one from Artisan? Uh, he from it's, me. It's like twenty five feet from you. Okay, this is sixty feet. I'm just making sure it reach. Yeah. So I'll do that one. Okay, go ahead and roll your uh, damage. Uh, six damage. Six damage. Uh, as you set this fire, uh, like this, because I guess how do you cast the spell? Tell me what you do. Uh, so I'm gonna picture like Thor with his hammer uh -huh. and striking down lightning. I'm pretty much gonna do that, but instead of lightning, it's just fire and it's radiant. Uh, so from the top of Mount Olympus. Um, your hammer is like channeling this fire and you just like slam your hammer towards the, the bear and this fire burns the bear to a fucking crisp uh, and like this holy kind of red uh, like the fire is a deep deep red which is like you know color of Aries uh, and yeah. the, the bear is just like like howls out in pain and then falls to the ground dead um, but you still got the one chasing you uh, I'll be honest two brown bears have kind of just fucked off they are way out of this by now um, <laughs> and then I'll move up to uh, the cart for the okay. rest of my turn. All right, gotcha. Uh, Artisan, seeing you, um, go ahead and cast some shit to save him. Uh, he is going to. Um, same thing, kind of like power up his spear again, uh, head over to the other bear. Uh, and a swing as he's like, uh, he's kind of like 
running away, swinging kind of wildly, uh, and actually misses the bear. Um, but still has a spear seemingly charged up. Um, Demetrius, that's you, man. Um, let's see. I'm going to have to go with this again. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> right, exactly. Firebolt at Albear 2 again. Okay. Eight. Maybe it is broke. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so you kind of cast fire but you're like uh you know you're a driving the horses um then like taking careful note try to try and cast a spell around artisan who's like tangled up with it um do you what do your horses do on the turn uh now i'm gonna full stop the wagon because we're way way ahead of these guys okay you full stop the wagon uh this owl is bear is going to fucking swing at our boy here uh, is going to hit, actually, on his first attack. Ooh, nice, nice chunk of damage there. Uh, as this thing pecks into Artisan, uh, out of Artisan, uh, flame just fucking bursts out. Um, which, uh, Jax, you don't even need to make a roll. You can, you know for sure that this has never happened before. And any time he's been firing, fighting. Um, as this this bear pecks into him and just like gets blasted back with fire, um, the then it's gonna go ahead and make the second attack. It's actually gonna hit again. Good job, owl bear. Where am I? D eight. There. That wasn't good damage. Three. Uh, okay. That brings us to Talia. Daisy? Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, let's see. So, how far away is two from me now? I'm trying to... Uh, because, uh, Demetrius stopped the carts, um, it's only like 40 feet from you. Okay, perfect. Uh, so I'm going to... You know what? Screw it. I'm just gonna take, I'm just gonna take another shot. I'm, I don't want to waste a spell. So I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Uh, and it's a six. <laughs> You're... Just like Demetrius trying to avoid Artisan who's tangled up with his bear, uh, you lose an arrow, but it's, uh... You're just you're being careful not to hit your teammates there, uh, which is very good. Uh, Jax, this same thing. This is about forty feet from you, where you are now, um, but your horse has forty feet of movement. Um, what you doing? Uh, just gonna slam my shield with my hammer and cast toll of the dead again. Wisdom save. Uh, fails. E one d twelve necrotic. Let's go. Eight. Eight. Uh, this thing is still, like, fighting hard. Um, looks almost possessed or something. Uh, and Talia, you've seen bears like this before. You've never seen it act like this. Uh, boy here. 
Oh, it's gonna just fuck this thing up. This is not normal. I don't know what's happening. We should have scared them off by now. Or should have scared him off by now, especially now that his other one is dead. Why? It's like he can't stop. Uh, Artisan buries his fucking spear into the head of this thing uh, and takes it down as it falls in the middle of the ground. Uh, seemingly oh, uh, dead. It's like, turns to Talia as you're saying that. Says, well, it's fucking stopped now. And he's breathing heavily. <laughs> Clawed up and bloody at this point. Um, as you guys, the brown bears seemingly less possessed than these other guys uh, have totally fucked off, like I said. Um... And you guys are out of combat. Um, relatively unscathed, actually. Good job. I'm going to ride over to uh, Artisan and just cast Cure Wounds. Uh, he accepts, but he does not thank you. Don't expect much thank you. But we kind of need him to see the king, so just in case. Oops. That's a d20, not a d8. Uh, 7 plus my spellcasting ability modifier, I think, which is my wisdom. Should be as cleric, yeah. Yes. Uh, he heals 9 damage. 9 damage, okay. Uh, Alright. Uh, so yeah, you guys are out of combat. Um, and move. Uh, Artisan, like, kind of just uh, sheaths his shield and spear again and just begins to ride off. And kind of click my horse and start going off too. I guess I grab the reins and whip them and follow uh, Artisan and Jax. Uh, Talia and Demetrius, you guys were like the last ones leaving the scene. Owl's still there. I I don't like that this is still happening. It's and then we run into an and then we run into owl bears. I mean, I'm kind of just like looking at him and looking up at the owl. Uh, is there any kind of check either one of you would like to make to? I make. Uh, let's see. I'll make an insight check. nine plus five so 14 14 i mean you know owls are associated with a couple gods uh you also know that magical shit is hunting you now probably after whatever you guys fucked got into some fucking trouble with uh you don't know if maybe this uh you know this is not based off what you saw with the owl bears is acting almost possessed and this owl following you uh somebody is not happy with you guys um, um or somebody, somebody in your party you guys don't know if it's you specifically. Um, yeah. Okay. Without a religion check, I could not tell you what god the owl is associated okay. with. Uh, I guess I can. I yeah, can I'm gonna. I'll do a religion check. Religion okay. check. Okay. Eighteen. I mean, you know the owl is most associated with Athena. Um, and I mean, wisdom, knowledge, 
you know, Athena is the patron saint of Athens, or patron patron goddess of Athens, kind of, kind of the biggest deal around these parts, um, specifically with like soldiers and the armies and stuff, uh, as well as the leaders, um, and yeah, owl is her main symbol. Uh, but you guys kind of write off as it still continues to follow you. I'm just kind of looking at it while we're slowly moving away in the cart. Cool. Uh, day goes on, passes relatively uneventful after that. Uh, once again, night begins to fall. It's, it'll take you another day, uh, or like three quarters of a day to get to Athens, um, even on a horseback. Um, so you guys are going to need to risk exhaustion or camp for the night. Um, what do you guys want to do? Uh, we should we should probably camp and you know yeah. make sure that we're good, refill any supplies, make sure that we're rested. Uh, Not especially the people that took damage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. And our horses shouldn't be overexhausted either. Yeah, so you guys pull off the main road, uh, find a little clearing in the uh, forest. Uh, just make a quick group survival check. Nineteen. Fourteen. <laughs> One. Well, you're doing it this as a group, and luckily Artisan got an 18. Um, so half of you guys, over half of the group, passes, um, which is good. Uh, you guys set up a pretty, you know, standard camp. Uh, Talia, you've been on the road for a while, but you see Artisan just kind of very quickly with, like, efficiency of a general and, like, the workhorseness of a seasoned soldier uh, has his, like, campground fire running in like what seems to be seconds it's impressive as hell um and you guys set up like a relatively decent camp like there's gonna be wild animals about but most of the time animals like i said earlier give you guys a berth especially if you have fire and stuff um the the bear attack earlier seemed to be odd um and not normal and talia you've traversed the countryside plenty of times and rarely been attacked by animals so that's not something that you expect to happen no. Um, and you guys are kind of all kind of gathering around the fire, uh, cooking up just some food or, or something. Um, as uh, eventually um, a bolt of blue streaks across the sky. Uh, you guys all see it. It's like this, this huge whistling sound um, as it comes down and actually lands in the middle of the campfire. Uh, crashing, putting it out, knocking fire everywhere um, as this bolt of blue um, plants in the middle of the campground. Um, and as like the this um, debris and stuff all kind of clears, uh, you guys see it is like the shape of a spear, but glowing blue. Um... Hey, I've seen that one before. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna, 
I'll make an investigation check. Okay, go ahead and roll. Actually, no, I'll do a, I'll do a religion check. Uh, okay. How how are you doing this religion check? What are you like doing specifically? Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna ask Gary. He's like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, roll your religion check. Uh, 15 plus 5, so dirty 20. Dirty 20. Um, Ares doesn't appear next to you, but he's like, hey, some shit's going on up here. I don't got a lot of time. What's up? Um, are you guys fighting or something? Because, like, I want to say one of your spears, not yours, but a spear just landed in front of us. Uh, he kind of, like, you kind of hear... Almost like he shifts like a microphone uh, away from his himself, uh, and you hear just like you hear multiple voices shouting. You hear one booming deep voice shouting something. You can't quite make it out. And then you hear multiple like uh, higher pitched uh, one, especially feminine voice, shouting. Uh, he's like, "Yeah, shit's going on up here, man. What's up? There's a spear hit the ground. I don't know. Uh, I they don't fucking tell me shit unless I need to know." I'm not the planner and schemer. I'm the knock heads off when heads need to be knocked off. No, I know, and I love you for that, but, like, I was just asking if you guys were fighting up there, and it kind of sounds like you are. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, man, I'll... When I know more, I'll let you know, but I don't know anything right now. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm, like, kind of looking at Demetrius, like, who is he talking to? Demetrius just shut still staring at the spear he just shrugs his shoulders and oh no uh, and the rest of you see Artis and is like he like didn't flinch when it landed and he's just staring at the spear what I'm gonna doing? I'm gonna walk up to it okay, okay. Um, that's not a good idea you walk up to the spear you should always observe from afar first you <laughs> You reach out to touch it, uh, like investigate it, uh, and as you reach out to touch it, the structure of the spear crumbles to ash, uh, and for a second is just blending in with, like, the ashes of the ground on the fire, uh, or from the fire and, like, the dirt and stuff, uh, and as you guys all kind of sit around confused, uh, it lights into blue flame, uh, that spells out on the ground, you will not betray me so lightly. And that's where we'll end our session. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, that was night three of the epic. This is Idiot Strolling Dice. We're fucking back, baby. Uh, yeah, so I am in theater. I'm in Dungeon Master. I'm joined by Miss Daisy Cakes plays Talia. Mr. Played a Fool, who played uh, Demetrius Longwing, and Mr. Vex, who plays uh, fucking Jax Karn. I said his name 400 times tonight. Uh, so thank you for waiting patiently with us. Uh, we're glad to be back and ready to get going again. Uh, this stuff's about to pop off. It kind of popped off last week, uh, or last session, but shit's popping off more now. Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying, and I hope you guys stick around and tell your friends about all this stuff uh, with the show, the YouTube channel, and the podcast feed, as well as the live streams, as I think there's some fun. Um, I know we all certainly have a lot of fun doing this, um, so I am going to 
be done. New episodes of the video and podcast will now be out on Fridays instead of Wednesdays. Uh, trying to give myself more time to do a better job with them and just like put more, put a little more work into them uh, as going forward. Um, and yeah, uh, follow us on Instagram at it's rolling dice. Follow us on Twitter at erdpod i r d p o d. You can tweet about the show using hashtag erdpod. You can also follow us on TikTok, uh, same hashtag erdpod. Uh, as I'll be getting more content together to post there. Um, but I was on vacation and I took time off. Uh, you can follow links are in the description for uh, those of us who stream Twitch channels. Daisy streams a whole bunch, play streams a whole bunch. I don't stream much anymore, uh, but I do stream the D and D sessions live. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, we love you. Hope you guys all are safe and having fun. Uh, and adios.